Hello, welcome to Deep Reflections with Bright. And today the focus is on atheism. Now we know theist is someone who believes that there is a God, a supernatural God, who is creator and the one who is behind all that we can see and experience and beyond that. Of course you have the people in between who are called agnostics, but that will be a subject for a different podcast. But today the focus is on atheism and that is those who believe that there is no God. Most people who claim to be atheists are purely materialists. In other words, they feel like everything to this world has a material dimension only and nothing beyond the natural, the physical, that which can be felt, touched and experienced. But I want to give evidences for God. Because I believe the concept of atheism is a product of human fallenness. It's a product of the brokenness of the human soul, the human mind. And I have here five evidences for God. And this will prove that there is a God. This in itself is not going to be exhaustive. There's still going to be other evidences. But for this podcast, I have selected these five evidences. And number one is the sheer fact. The reality that nothing can come from nothing. The Big Bang um, theorizers believe that something banged for the world to be what it is right now. That is incredibly unbelievable. And even if you're to logically say that something banged, what banged, who made the bang, or who caused the things that banged? So that in itself, it's a great flaw to the whole Big Bang theory. Nothing can come out of nothing. So for nothing to come out of nothing, there has to be a supernatural cause. Because the laws of science says that nothing can really come out of nothing. This proves that there is someone who created all things out of nothing, and that is God. So number one evidence is that there is a creator who created everything out of nothing, but he himself is uncreated, and he is too great for the human mind to comprehend because he is God who is from eternity to eternity. He has no beginning and he has no end. While all things were created, he himself wasn't created. Number two. Number two is the complex nature of the world in which we live in right now. Just look at how complex and sophisticated the human DNA is. The human cell, atoms, neutrons, molecules, all these things are just terrible to observe. They show the work of an intelligent designer. Just look at the animals, the flowers of the field, the birds of the air. All these things cannot happen by chance. Just imagine spilling a cup of coffee and then it spells out your name. People are more comfortable to believe that that's how the world came about by an incredulous chance of events. That is just impossible but we know that there is a God who ordered the universe as it is right now 
Scientists have said that we live in a three-dimensional world. And if we should go into a four-dimensional state of being, the world will not exist in cohesion right now. So it was necessary that the world should be in a three-dimension, as it is right now, three dimensions, as it is right now. So everything seems to be perfectly put in place because God had a plan and a purpose. There is a structure and an order to creation, the digestive system, the reproductive system, the respiratory system. All these things show the work of a God who had purpose, who continues to have purpose, who designed all things for his glory. Number three is human consciousness. Now, this whole subject of consciousness has vexed philosophers over the years because science cannot explain how people become to be conscious of who they are. Questions like, who am I? Why am I here? Where am I heading to? What is my purpose in life? These are questions that arise from consciousness. This is not something that can be explained by science. The brain does not show anything related to consciousness. Consciousness exists beyond the realm, beyond the realm of the human brain. Consciousness. And consciousness itself is a mystery showing the work of God. Number four is conscience. Why do you feel bad when you do something wrong? In fact, how did you come to know about what is right and wrong? You see, before laws were put in place by governments and jurisdictions of power, people had to formulate these laws and people had to write them down. And it came from the conscience. And right now, you still feel bad when you take something that isn't yours, when you use a bad word on someone, when you you walk in hate or selfishness. Something tells you that it's better to be selfless than selfish. You feel better by yourself when you give than when you're selfish. Consciousness shows that the law of God is written in your heart. That there is such thing as morality. And if there is morality, that means there is perfect morality. And then perfect morality can be only found in God. So God is the source of all things good. And has put his laws in our hearts. Our conscience testifying to these laws. When we break them, our conscience convicts us. When we keep them, our conscience excuses us. But there is a God who is excellent in doing right. And from Him, we have perfect morality. And He is the judge of the whole world. Who is going to judge the world according to the laws He has put in our hearts and according to the laws that He has revealed to humanity by His Spirit? Conscience. Proof of God. And finally, but not the least, is the existence of miracles. Have you seen people miraculously experience healing? Doctors pronounce people to die in a few months or few weeks' time, and suddenly the sickness suddenly disappears beyond natural explanations. Miracles have happened all through the, 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 the since the history of the world. There were miracles, documented miracles, miracles of healing. The life of Jesus Christ himself was a life of miracles. Water is turned into wine. He walks in water. 
five loaves and two fishes multiplied and thousands are fed. Miracles, the supernatural occurrences in this world prove that there is something beyond the realm of the natural. That there are fallen angels, your demons. Have you seen people try to cast the demons from people? That isn't natural. That isn't scientific. How come demons speak through people? This is supernatural. These are beyond the realms of physical explanations. So the existence of miracles show or give evidence to the reality of God. Now I want to conclude by um, telling a story I have read. And this is from a book that was said to have been written by John Bonyan. John Bonyan tells a story of having been transported to heaven and hell. And while in hell, he, he was made to have an encounter with an atheist. And the atheist began to confess. And the atheist began to say how he was being tormented and he was suffering, but how it was just. Why was it just? Why was he in hell? The atheist had sins. He didn't want to give up his sins. And because he wanted to hold on to his sins, he began to seek out ideas, reasonings, philosophical thoughts, and ideologies that would anchor his heart against God. He did not want to believe in God because he knew that if he should believe in God, that would radically transform his life because God will judge sin. And because he loved his sins, he would rather not want to believe that there is a God. And soon that unbelief would turn to hate. Not only wanting to not believe in God, he would hate God. And not wanting to love God, he would choose to believe. You see, it is a choice. Choose to believe that there is no God. In spite of these evidences of God, you look at the sun, moon, and stars, and all these wonderful manifestations of His eternal power and Godhead. But because of love for sin, He fortified Himself with ideas and thinking patterns and processes that deny the existence of God. And not only would he hold dearly to these ideas, he would begin to teach them. So as he taught people and as people began to buy into these ideas, he became their master and he became his disciples. And that ever more fortified his heart against God. And eventually he died and he's in hell. And then confessing to John Bonian, he says, I know that there is a God. Isn't that such a sad sad event why would one wait till he or she is in hell before believing that there is a God now the word of God says that it is the fool that says in his heart that there is no God the fool has said in his heart that there is no God God himself revealing in his word says that it is foolishness to think that he doesn't exist. Why is it foolish? Because he has given us enough evidences. Some people argue, okay, why doesn't God just show up in the heavens, in the skies and say, hey, I'm here. I think God has given us enough evidences to believe that he is. And moreover, he still demands faith from us. Reason 
we tell it that there is a God. That our complex and beautiful universe as it is right now was not a mere work of chance. We ought to give God the credit that is due to him. Now, having proved that there is a God, and having shown that sin has been one of the reasons, if not the major reason, why people choose to not believe in God, because they want to live in sin, they don't want to be accountable to God, I want to present to you this God who has made us a solution for sin was provided a solution for sin and that is his son Jesus Christ for God so loved the world that he gave his only son Jesus Christ that anyone who believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life that though we all have sinned and come short of the glory of God God who is rich in, in, in mercy and for his great love by which he loves us has given to us Jesus and Jesus hung on the cross and died for us. He was crucified, not because of any sin that he committed, but because God was making him guilty for the sins of the world. He became guilty of the sins he never committed. Your sins and my sins, we are placed on Jesus. And after three days in the grave, Jesus rose back, <laughs> came back to life, and that's a miracle, a miracle of resurrection. And then ascended into heaven, a miracle against the laws of gravity. Now we see that there is a way that through Jesus Christ we can repent from our sins, put our trust in Jesus, and then be with God forever, not have to spend eternity in a state of damnation.